Hi, and welcome to the Spiritually Curious Therapist Podcast, a safe space for therapists to explore the intersection of spirituality and healing in the context of being a therapist. I am Jody Silverman, licensed clinical social worker, therapist, consciousness guide, and a Reiki master teacher. I'm also wildly curious about all things spiritual and holistic. I started this podcast as I became interested in the intersection of spirituality and mental health treatment. You can learn more about me and my offerings at my website, therachihealing.com, and also journeywithkindredsouls.com. And if you are interested in using psychotherapeutic Reiki in your practice, join our Facebook group at Psychotherapeutic Reiki for Clinicians. Lastly, if you are a therapist who brings spirituality into your therapeutic practice, please contact me for interview in this podcast. Hello, and welcome to this solo episode on spiritual bypassing. I wanted to um, just jump on and take a moment near the beginning of uh, the podcast to talk a little bit about the concept of spiritual bypassing. For those of you who have never heard the term, it was coined by a gentleman named John Wellwood, who was a transpersonal psychologist. In his book, Toward a psychology of awakening, he defined spiritual bypassing as using, quote, spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep personal, emotional, unfinished business to shore up a shaky sense of self or to belittle basic needs, feelings, and developmental tasks, unquote. The goal of spiritual bypassing or of these practices was ultimately enlightenment. But what it did was actually kept people from being grounded and in their bodies and having a true human experiences. So this is when we turn to spirituality as a way of avoiding these difficult or uncomfortable things about being human. Um, And I believe now more than ever, it's imperative for therapists to have an understanding of this. And to be able to help people who have turned to spirituality as a way of dealing with their difficult emotions, thoughts, and life situations in order to balance these beliefs and practices with doing the necessary personal therapeutic work to heal these deep-rooted emotional wounds and develop distress tolerance and strategies for managing their anxiety and depressive symptoms. I've seen this play out myself in several different ways, especially in the New Age metaphysical world, but also through structured religion and in my psychotherapy practice. People often turn towards God or rituals or spirit guides or even Reiki as a way to justify, justify, avoid, or ignore hurts, traumas, difficult feelings, um, I actually, I've had people contact me for Reiki sessions because they just want all the pain to go away. And although Reiki does help our um, body shift from that uh, sympathetic state into that parasympathetic state, so from fight, flight, freeze into more of a rest, relax, and digest state, it is not going to take the pain of being human away from us. It might help us manage it a little bit better or be able to tolerate it a little bit better, but it does not make it go away. We actually have to do our own work around that. 
So people are seeking answers to things outside of themselves, such as tarot card readings, going to see mediums, things like that. And while there's certainly a place for all of these things, I love using tarot cards and oracle cards. Um, I use pendulums. I do body swaying. I go to mediums, things like that. Um, Ultimately, we have to process our traumas and do the hard work to identify our own values and make changes in our lives so that we are behaving in a way that aligns with what's important to us. So being spiritual, in effect, honestly, does not mean being positive all the time or always looking on the bright side. Spiritual wellness is a practice in which we connect to ourselves as well as something bigger than ourselves. And it requires us to go inside, determine what matters, and connect to others in a way that supports that. So an example of someone who is spiritual bypassing, this is this is a made-up example, but it's based on a conglomerate of things that I've seen, would be something like someone coming into therapy with complaints, very typical anxiety and depression. They share that they have a spiritual practice, including yoga and meditation. They have attended several retreats over the years and feel as though they have a solid relationship with their higher power, however they choose to define that. They may have used psychedelics to gain new perspectives and to feel closer to that higher power. Um, They exercise, they eat fairly well, they do all the things to try to balance their life. And they don't understand why their anxiety and depressive symptoms persist when they are doing all the, quote, things that we're told to do on TikTok. So what I'll typically do is ask somebody who's experiencing anxiety or depression is how do you, how do you know that that's what you're experiencing? What, how does that show up for you? So this person might report that they are feeling overwhelmed with all of their responsibilities. Maybe they feel irritable, have trouble concentrating. They're wanting to withdraw, stay under the covers all day. And when I go on to ask, you know, how, well, how do you typically handle these emotions um, or these symptoms when they show up? The answer is usually, well, you know, I'll go meditate or I might go for a run, um, things like that. And although that might work for a little while in the moment and, and they might feel okay temporarily, the, the symptoms always come back in the long run. So when I ask if they've ever actually sat with the discomfort to see what it might be telling them, people typically look at me like I have three heads and wonder why would I do that? Like, isn't the goal to just to feel happy? Like, why would I lean into the discomfort? And the reality is that being a human on a spiritual journey isn't about somehow rising above these difficult and uncomfortable emotions. It's about being in the present moment, whatever it happens to look like. So I love Rumi's got this poem um, called The Guest House, and I wish I had it in front of me. I would read it to you, but you can Google it and find it. And But basically, it says, like, all emotions are welcome. And that's how we show up in a spiritual way. So the, the, the goal is really to be present with all of our feelings without any one of them actually defining us and without being swallowed up for them, knowing that we can 
tolerate and sustain. And that's where the spiritual practices actually come in. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, practicing for or training for a marathon, right? Like when you go out and run, you're building up that muscle so that when you go to run the marathon, you'll have enough um, uh, experience and um, endurance to finish the whole run. When we engage in our spiritual practices, such as meditation and um, and things of that nature, it's a way of building up our tolerance so that when life's difficulties do show up, we have a way of being with them so that they don't completely overtake us. When we are spiritually bypassing, however, we don't allow for that. We use these practices as a way of what what we call um, experiential avoidance. We use a way of avoid, we use them as a way of avoiding these difficult emotions and feelings and thoughts. So some ways that you may know that you are spiritually bypassing and or if you're a therapist and you're working with folks who are coming in for help, some ways you might be able to identify spiritual bypassing, not not focusing on the here and now, living in a spiritual realm most of the time, um, overemphasizing positive and avoiding the negative. So this is, we've heard a lot about toxic positivity. That's kind of like a catchphrase these days. Also being self-righteous about the concept of enlightenment, um, being overly detached, having feelings of entitlement, also things like exhibiting frequent anger, um, being overly compassionate, pretending that everything is okay when it's not, seeking happiness over meaning, and avoiding difficult emotions and situations through practices such as meditation and even psychedelics, um, other types of drug use, even exercising, any things, things that we may see as being positive coping skills, they're only positive and helpful to the extent that they give us the capacity to manage what life is showing up for and not necessarily as a way of avoiding those things. So this was just a way of putting the the concept and the idea of spiritual bypassing out there and as a part of this podcast, because we are looking at the intersect between spirituality and mental health. And I want to make sure that we are very much aware of the potential for people to lean on spirituality as a way of avoiding doing their difficult work. And I'm hopeful to revisit this in future podcasts. So if anyone out there is listening who specializes in this area or would like to be interviewed around spiritual bypassing, please reach out and contact me at the spiritually curious therapist at gmail.com. I'd love to hear other people's thoughts and opinions and experiences around um, this concept. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Links to everything we talked about are in the show notes below. As a reminder, for more information about me and or to contact me, visit my website at therachihealing.com. T-H-E-R-A-C-H-I healing.com. Peace and blessings to you all.